Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to this evening's podcast. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Well, not a whole lot, but what we do got to talk about is pretty important. So there is a lot um, you know, happening. I know you guys are very well aware of the WHO and uh, that treaty that's going on. So we're going to talk about that tonight. And uh, it's going to come from, you know him, you love him. He is my favorite. You know it. It's leohoman.com. H-O-H-M-A-N-N. Leohoman.com. Go show Leo some love. And the article is titled, Michelle Bachman reports directly from the WHO World Health Assembly in Geneva. No dissent registered by any nation thus far to proposed amendments nor to the global pandemic treaty. We will talk about that, guys, and artificial intelligence by Hal Lindsey. So let's jump on board today. So let's jump with Hal Lindsey. You can find it at thehallindsey.com. This was posted the 21st of May. So for several years now, some of the world's greatest minds have been warning us about the dangers of artificial intelligence. AI, the public is largely convinced. A new Reuters poll found that 61% of Americans see AI as a threat to humanity's future. More significantly, AI researchers tend to agree. These are the people who go to work every day and push forward the technology of artificial intelligence. A recent poll showed that half of them admit that they believe AI has at least a 10% chance of causing the extinction of the human race. Anyone who thinks 10% is a small chance should consider his own life. Would you buy a car if you knew its brakes had a 10% chance of failure? Would you prepare a meal that stood a 10% chance of killing your children or your grandchildren? These people think that AI has a good chance of killing everyone's children, including their own. Yet they persist in its pursuit. Why? Because they see it as inevitable. The comments I've read say things like, if I don't do it, someone else will. Bible prophecy does not say that artificial intelligence causes the extinction of humanity. In fact, the Bible teaches about the eternal nature of humans and the human race. But the doomsday opinions of AI researchers point to the level of momentum AI has already gained. Half the people who work in that field think it has a good chance of destroying us, yet... They continue. Most of them seem to think we have already passed the point of no return. AI's momentum makes it impossible for human regulators to stop it. Recently, some of the world's best-known scientists and engineers signed a letter calling for a six-month pause in the, quote, training of high-level AI systems. There have been congressional hearings on how to regulate AI, give it guardrails, quote-unquote, uh, those things will come to nothing, and here's why. China. The People's Republic of China would see a U.S. pause in AI training as an opportunity to get ahead in a race that will fundamentally change humanity. Can you imagine the U.S. military willingly allowing other nations to get that far ahead? And make no mistake, six months amounts to eons of time in the development of this technology. It's been slow going for decades, but now it's happening fast. Several things in the Bible prophecy seem to indicate the end times use of AI. Happily, none of them involve the extinction of the human race, but they do involve a stunning loss of human rights. For instance, Revelation chapter 13 talks about an economic system based on the mark of the beast. It will require all transactions to go through the mark system. And to ensure compliance, the Antichrist government will have to surveil everyone all the time. There aren't enough people to police humanity at that level, but AI can keep constant tabs on everyone. AI can monitor the billions of cameras, computers, satellites, cash registers, phones, and everything else connected to it. Future police vehicles will not all be manned. Robotic prowl cars, uh, cars and aerial drones will patrol neighborhoods and business districts. Each will be equipped to look and listen through walls, read every license plate, and use facial recognition on every face. 
AI will correlate and interpret that massive flow of data. It never sleeps, never takes a break. AI-powered robots can enforce the laws. Critics of regular police accuse them of favoritism and emotion-based prejudices. But if you defund the police, you still have the problem of crime and criminals. AI robots, on the other hand, have no emotions. They treat everyone the same. They don't require compensation and they can be as deadly as needed. We're headed into a new world and we're not walking, we're running, sprinting. Starting thousands of years ago, the Bible described our time. As always, God's prophecies are proving to be true. Instead of frightening us, these things should strengthen our confidence in all his promises. So don't be discouraged. Instead, hold fast to the confession of your hope because he who promised is faithful. You guys, that's Hebrews uh, chapter 10, 23, where that comes from. Guys, this is Hal Lindsey. You can find it at the Hal Lindsey Report, or I'm sorry, the Hal Lin- at, at HalLindsey.com. You know, it's kind of like I was thinking earlier when I was reading uh, my Bible last week, and I was praying about that, and it seems, you know, Satan has to counterfeit God. And of course, the Holy Spirit is everywhere. And so Satan's kind of counterfeit, you would say, like kind of Holy Spirit may actually be artificial intelligence. You never know. You never know. But anyway, so we've got more to talk about you guys. So this is the biggie. This is um, this is the one uh, that kind of, you know, whew, you know, Leo's article. So Michelle Bachman is there and she is at the WHO World Assembly in Geneva. And so. Let's uh, check out this article. So James Roguski also weighs in, quote, I can appreciate a skillfully crafted evil plan, and that's what I see, unquote. There will be a lot of people deceived. So former Minnesota Congress uh, woman Michelle Bachman is in Geneva this week as part of a small team of prayer warriors interceding for the very serious situation in which the world finds itself. We are on the brink of a major historical event in which power is in the process of shifting from nation states to international bodies affiliated with the United Nations. It's that process and how to accomplish it that's being discussed right now at the 76th Annual World Health Assembly in Geneva, Switzerland. Bachman will be monitoring the proceedings regarding major amendments to the international health regulations uh, last amended in 2005, as well as an all-new pandemic accord that would shift massive amounts of power from national governments over to the United Nations, World Health Organization, and its director general. Yes, folks, there's a picture of Michelle Bachman. If you go there to leohoman.com, you can check her out there. I love Michelle Bachman and she does a lot to help Jen Markell uh, with Olive Tree Ministries especially on um, their uh, digital platform anyway I just I absolutely just have a lot of respect for Michelle anyway going on it says um, today she provided uh, me with a timetable this is uh, Leo Holman's article he goes today she provided me with a timetable for nations of the world to enter into this global pact surrendering their sovereignty over quote health emergencies to the WHO. Bachman stated in a text that the WHO's 194 member nations will take a final vote on whether to hand over their sovereignty to the WHO one year from today at the 77th World Health assembly in may of 2024 folks we should be in prayer about this for sure anyway quote that vote will be on the package of 300 amendments supplanting or changing the current international health rules she said the delegates will also vote on the global pandemic health treaty accord those two documents will be synthesized and coordinated and will be voted on at the same event in Geneva in May 2024, Bachman explained. There was no dissent registered by any nation thus far at the World Health or Assembly in 2023 to either the proposed 300 amendments nor to the Global Pandemic Treaty, she said. It is a unified voice of support for passage of the amendments in the proposed pandemic treaty. She further stated that a U.S. delegate to the Assembly, there are many alternates listed, uh, spoke today, May 23rd, in favor of passing the package of proposed international health amendments and the global pandemic accords. Barring intervention, the timetable and agenda are in place for passage in May of 2024. 
quote, nations will negotiate and will discuss the proposed 300 amendments in pandemic treaty in New York City at the U.N. General Assembly meeting in September of 2023. Bachman said the final package of amendments will be presented to the U.N. in January of 2024, meaning the amendments in treaty will not be altered after that date. She further stated that the delegates plan to return to Geneva in February of 24 uh, to discuss and finalize their plans before the final vote one year from now at the 77th World Health Assembly at the United Nations in Geneva, Switzerland in May of 2024. Another expert on the globalist plan to achieve world domination through the field of quote, health is James Roguski, a California-based researcher and writer. Roguski runs the website worldwide.exitthewho.com. Go, folks, I'm going to repeat that if you guys want to visit that world that website. Worldwide.exitthewho.com exit the who.com so he said the draft documents have been crafted in almost complete secrecy and yet they will be presented as inclusive and reflective of a broad array of stakeholders he said u.s passports in the early 1970s were issued with a smallpox vaccine certificate this was your proof when entering another country that you have been immunized against smallpox he says he said his girlfriend still has an old passport from 1972 showing the certificate of vaccination. In Annex 6 of the International Health Regula- uh, Regulations, there's a from there's a form identical to my girlfriend's passport of 1972. It's already been there, but they want to digitize that, which would make it much easier to expand to whatever else they want to require or mandate digitizing it would open up all sorts of other certificates of compliance on a qr code roguski said every nation under these proposed changes sees itself as having the right to tell foreign travelers quote you have to get these injections or you can't come to our nation or state unquote the question is how to do that this one item digital health certificates is included in the proposed amendments to the IHRs. That also happens to be the one item the G20 nations all agreed at their summit in Indonesia last November that they wanted every nation to accept and implement. Each na- quote, each nation is about to be coerced into abusing not necessarily their own citizens' freedoms, but the freedoms of the citizens of every other nation. But if everyone agrees to abuse others' nations, citizens, then everyone ends up being abused, Roguski said. The irony in the hypocrisy is unbelievable. This is the thing that I think they might push through. It's just a digital expansion of what everyone already accepts. And then you really do have a worldwide digital ID system that easily becomes the beast system. And nobody is talking about it, Roguski said. They could push that through quietly. He says, they have these systems in place already. He said, all they have to do is sneak it in under the guise of some other issue. What might that other issue be? The need for voter ID, perhaps? He says, I can appreciate a skillfully crafted evil plan. And that's what I see here. There will be a lot of people that you wouldn't expect who would actually fall for this. They'd say, oh, You don't have to get jabbed. You just have to get a test. And then just let us check your digital ID. Bingo. We saw during COVID how many people refused a jab but agreed to get tested in order to be able to do certain things, go certain places. They will do it again, thinking they avoided the jabs, only they will be accepting a global digital ID. They will now be marked with a digital ID that is recognized and certified under global standards set by the WHO. They are now a certified obedient, quote, citizen of the world who is able to travel internationally without incident. If the UN and its support structure within the global corporations and governments of the world are able to pull this one off on us, then we deserve all the the oppression that comes our way. It's not like we didn't get a good warning. The lessons of the last pandemic were clear. Any power or authority you give these monsters over your life, whether it be your local health director or the demonic entities in high places at the United Nations, they will claim that power over you perpetually and assume your obedience, submission to them. 
If you withhold your submission, you get, quote, left behind, unable to buy or sell, move freely, work or a, or a work a job or receive any government benefits. That, my friends, is where this is heading, whether you want to believe it or not. The overwhelming majority will offer their fealty to this beast or to the beast. Whatever they agree to at the World Health Assembly this year or the one year from 2024 will be binding on the 194 member states, quote, and the WHO will have the power to say what is disinformation or misinformation, Roguski said. The WHO will be the arbiter of what the science is. That is a massive power grab. The WHO and his backers are also introducing a concept which they call one health this merges the interests of all life on planet earth human uh, earth animal human and plant life with all health decisions made through the lens of a one health approach you can see where this will get dicey folks if you haven't seen those commercials for this one health thing oh man i did an episode about that and it is super creepy it's super they're putting animal um like like an animal like a pig has the same value as a human folks it's insane but that's what they're doing but anyway Let's go back to this. This article continues. Uh, this gives the director general the ability to declare a public health emergency of international concern, triggering lockdowns, masking, forced vaccinations, etc. cetera. Uh, Rogowski said it doesn't even have to be a real emergency. It could be even just a risk of an international emergency. He goes on to say they are signing us up for digital slavery. WHO is the global hegemon when it comes to forced vaccinations policed through digital vaccine passports. But then, if this passes, it will go beyond pandemics to any health emergency as declared by the WHO. And it says that could include anything from climate change to gun violence or the so-called attacks on transgendered persons. And I say attacks in quotes, air quote. (laughs) Anyway, anything could trigger the massive new powers they want to give to the WHO, Roguski said. Yes, folks, the proposed amendments eliminate protections under Article 3. For instance, the requirement that they respect human rights and human dignity is replaced with equity. Yes, folks, equity. Got to watch that word. It's not equality. It's equity. And it goes on to say, this gives the WHO a monopoly power over healthcare standards of care during so-called emergencies. This means we are actually empowering Bill Gates in China to direct policy, signing away rights and liberties, carte blanche. I'm just going to throw in here, and Squirt is very upset about this as well. I'm going to throw this in here. You guys remember the hospital protocol for... Uh, coronavirus for COVID-19. Remember, we're going to give them rendemzivir. We're going to put them on ventilators. We're going to do this, this, this. They systematically murdered people for money. For money, they murdered them. They knew what rendemzivir would do to people. They knew that those uh, ventilators were going to kill people. They knew it, and they did it anyway for money. But now, we're going to give these WHO people all the power I'm just, you know, kind of throwing that out there to give you guys a little bit of, you know, fodder to think about. So, Roguski noted that the recommendation to vaccinate children down to six months of age came from the WHO. And most nations did not listen to this recommendation, but the U.S. did. Anyone who argued that COVID vaccines were dangerous for adults, pregnant mothers, children, or babies was branded as a purveyor of misinformation. It was silenced by the media, social media platforms working in tandem with Big Pharma and the government. There will be only one version of the truth, Roguski said. That doesn't sound like science or the scientific method to me. Sovereignty in a democratic republic legitimately belongs to the people. It's not Biden's or anyone else's to give away. But (laughs) we the people don't really have a say-so anymore. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that January 6th, we the people own that house. We the people. But they call it an insurrection. All kinds of crazy stuff is going on. Of course, if you go against the Clintons, you'll end up in a body bag. You know, if you try to go against those people, you will have committed suicide by shooting yourself in the back of a head, in the back of your head with a shotgun. That's how that usually works. <laughs> no, folks, this is dangerous territory. This is like this about to hand over everything to literally the beast system. So 
it's amazing how the puzzle pieces are moving together that God had said would happen long ago. God knows nothing catches God off guard. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> nothing. He sits up there and laughs at them. He laughs. So praise God that we have a father that is all knowing, all powerful, omnipresent. And he doesn't need artificial intelligence. <laughs> he has the Holy Spirit. We have the we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. If you are a born again believer in Christ, you've been saved by his blood, then you, my friend, have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And if you do not, you better make your decision for Christ today. Because you may say, well, I'm not a Christian. I'm not whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm not against God. No. Well, let me tell you something. If you have not accepted his son, Jesus Christ, as your savior, then you are against God. And I like these people say, we're all God's children. No, we are not all God's children. We are all God's creation, but we are not all God's children. Don't let anybody lie to you and tell you that. Uh, the truth of the matter is, if you're not a believer in Christ, if you have not accepted Jesus and his work on the cross to forgive you of your sins, to pay that sin debt, then guess what? You are a child of Satan. And that's what the Bible says. Whether you want to believe it or not, whether you think you are or not, you are. You're either for him or you are against him. So uh, I did want to read this. Uh, Psalm 103 is probably one of my favorite Psalms. And I'm blind, but I'm going to I'm gonna go for it, guys. I have my extra large print, Babel. <laughs> anyway, this is Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. It goes on to say here, me straightening my glasses here. Uh, the Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses. He acts to the children of Israel. His acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and in its place remembers it no more, or in its place remembers it no more. But from but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those who remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his host, you ministers of his who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Folks, that is Psalm 103, one of my favorite psalms. And um, I want to leave you guys with that this evening. And uh, just remember, God is sovereign over all. Nothing catches God uh, by by mistake, nothing catches him off guard. Nothing surprises him, um, for he knows the end from the beginning. And um, that is such an encouragement. Uh, and I, I pray that this, you know, gives you guys some encouragement to know that these headlines, you know, if we weren't believers would actually be terrifying. I, I would be, wow, what is going on? Oh, my gosh. You know, I would be freaking out if I wasn't a believer, but I'm a believer in Christ. And so, uh, as I was talking with my neighbor, you know, below, like they said, they can, like I was saying, you know, my mom always said they can take my gun when they pry it out of my cold, dead hand. <laughs> I will fight to the death. Um, and that's true. I mean, I probably will. I'll fight for the freedom of this country. I will. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I look at the end and I just think, you know what? I tell you what, 
God is sovereign. His truth stands forever. And right now, it's, I mean, when you look at it, they're right now coming after God. They're trying to call us haters, hate speech, all this. Stuff. They're coming after the Bible. They're coming for what Christians stand for. They're coming after what God has said. Everything they're doing is going is rebelling against God. Just like the Bible said. The Bible said these days would come. And I always remember 2 Timothy 3. Whoo, boy. 2 Timothy 3 uh, points it out pretty clear. Let me see if I can uh, pull that up on my uh, Bible software today. Let me see here. Let's do 2 Timothy. Da, 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 da. Uh, 2 Timothy 3. And actually, I'm just going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. And I'm going to do the New King James. And uh, so perilous times and perilous men. This is 2 Timothy 3. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying his power. And from such people turn away. This is what God tells us in the book of Second Timothy chapter 3. Folks, we are living those days right now. We are. And um, the Bible couldn't be even more clear. And I look at this and I'm like, wow, you guys, the Bible is so true. And um, told us these days would come all this time ago. And if you go to Peter, let me see if it'll take me to Peter. Let me see here. Our heavenly inheritance this is what I love. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. And he goes on to say, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen, you love Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Of this salvation the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, who was in them, was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. To them it was revealed that not to themselves, but to us, they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which angels desire to look into. Folks, I'm telling you, these are the days that we are living. And so living before God our Father, First uh, Peter continues in chapter 1, verse 13, Therefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct because it is written, be holy for I am holy. And if you call on the father who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was ordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times 
for you who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. And since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever because all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withers and its flower falls away. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Now, this is the word which by the gospel was preached to you. Folks, get in the word of God and let the word of God get into you, especially in these last days. Our hope is in God. Our hope is in Jesus Christ, our Savior. Our hope is in the Holy Spirit. Folks, just know that God has equipped us to live in these last days. He has, he has given us his Holy Spirit to help us during these days, during these last days. We're not here to sit on our couch and eat Cheetos. We're not here to just live it up, drink, party, and be merry. That's not what we're here for. We are here to tell people about Jesus Christ because I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, that's the one thing you're not going to be able to do. You can't tell the people about Jesus because... They know Jesus, but down here, there's a lot of people that don't know Jesus. They are lost. They are looking for help. These transgendered people that they think they are trans, they are lost. They are completely lost. And the world is telling them that they're okay. The world is telling them, oh no, little Timmy, you're right. The world is deceiving them. The world is lying to them. The world is of Satan. We are of God. We are of the light. We need to tell them the truth because we love them. Jesus loves them. Therefore, we should love them. Jesus loves all sinners and he doesn't want any to perish, but he wants all to come to him. He wants all to come to repentance. Folks, we have all, we were all lost at one time too. Every one of us were. We all were lost. We all had wretched, wretched lives. Every one of us can't say this if you ever sinned at least i mean if it doesn't matter one teeny teeny tiny sin that you think is teeny tiny has separated you from a holy god god is holy and righteous and not even one speck can come before him but jesus paid it all on the cross he paid it all on the cross so whatever anybody tells you you gotta pay or pray or whatever you gotta say so many of these part no that's vain repetition the bible says hell mary blah 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 mary cannot save you okay mary can't save you Mary died just like everybody else. Mary needed a savior just like everybody else. So listen, folks, don't don't let that happen. Don't don't fall for that deception. Go to uh, Billy Crone. Go to getalifemedia.com and getalifemedia.com and go check out Billy Crone um, and go check out his Bible teachings on Roman Catholicism. Folks, that's going to tell you the truth. Um, that is is idolatry, is heresy, is blasphemy. Get out of it. It's a cult. Get out. Get out. Mary cannot save you. Uh, the Bible says, don't call anybody on earth your father, for you have one father who is in heaven. See, if you read the word of God, you're going to know the truth from the lie. You're not going to be deceived because you're going to have the word of God in your heart. You're going to have the truth in your heart. And the Bible tells us that. And don't don't pray these prayers. He says, that's vain repetitions as the heathens do. Jesus says, don't do that. You're not going to be safe for your many words. No, none of that has anything to do with it. You remember when you were a kid, I don't know about you guys, but where we were a kid, we got in trouble. We had to write that same sentence. I won't blah, 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 over and over and over and over again. You remember that? You had to go to the chalkboard. You have to write it over and over. You remember you had to write all this out over and over like a hundred times or whatever. That's like vain repetition. Do you really think God's going to hear that? No, no. Getalifemedia.com. You guys go check out Pastor Billy Crumb. Oh, folks, I tell you, it's been a crazy week. It's, I'm kind of happy to be back in schedule here, getting back on doing some podcasts every night. Hey, you guys, I got big news. I got big news. Um, I'm, good, I'm doing an interview this Saturday, and I'm going to be interviewing um, Pastor Gary Ray. I think it's not, maybe not Pastor Gary Ray. 
Um, you can find that at IamAWatchman.com. IamAWatchman.com. He does have a rapture kit. We're going to talk all about that. Uh, and it's going to be uploaded, I believe, on Sunday's uh, podcast. So I'm going to upload this on Sunday. And we're going to record it, uh, the Lord willing, this Saturday, coming Saturday evening. I'm super excited about that. I know you guys will be too. You can go to IamAWatchman.com. And if you happen to go to my website, uh, you know, Bible Prophecy 42day.com, Bible Prophecy, the number four. It's Bible Prophecy, Bible Prophecy. And instead of spelling out the word four, it's you just put the number four there, 42day.com. And uh, I've actually got him. I got to, let me see if I can find it here. Do, do, do. Here we go. Okay. Let me increase this here. Open it up. Hit the view the side. Okay. So. Um, I have, it's publishing, hold on, day. modern technology, you guys, modern technology. Um, but I did put a link um, on my website. I'm going to scroll down here and make sure it actually put on there. Doo, doo, doo. So it's uh, When Watchmen Warn, uh, When Watchmen Warn with Jan Markell. And it's uh, IamAWatchman.com. I have that um, posted there at my website underneath uh, Spencer Smith, as a matter of fact. So you can go check that out and listen to that from uh, Jan Markell. And you can have, learn a little bit about um, Gary Ray from there. Uh, and so that's listed under why is it important to study Bible prophecy? And I also have trusted pastors and resources. I'm working on the website, uh, doing a little bit different stuff there. And uh, stay up to date with current events. I've got that Harbinger's Daily. So I added some news websites on there, you guys. If you want to go check it out, Technocracy News and Trends. And uh, Leo Homan's on there. You know, Leo, Terry James, and uh, Prophecy News Watch, and the Gateway Pundit. And I've got WND, uh, Hope for Our Times with Tom Hughes, Rapture Ready. I've got them on there. Uh, who else? Harbinger's Daily. Of course, I've got uh, Olive Tree Ministries. So always working on that, trying to keep that up to date so you guys can always be up to date with the news. Um, I'm going to throw some prepper things on there. I uh, wanted to throw up there, don't forget, um, we need to be prepared. So, you know, we don't need to be scared. We're not to be scared. We are to be prepared. Because um, what I just read, you know, the Bible tells us that we will go through trials and we will be persecuted in tribulation and that kind of thing. The difference between the great tribulation spoken of in the Bible um, you know, in, in Revelation, is that's God's wrath. And it's all really centered on Israel. It's centered on the Jewish people because he wants to save the Jewish people. You got to remember, the Jewish people don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. They are still waiting on their Messiah to come. So that's the big difference. My sister-in-law, well, former sister-in-law, um, is uh, is Jewish, but she is a Messianic Jew, which means she believes that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Most Jewish people, though, um, the ones that are lost, don't believe that. They don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah, so they don't they don't pay heed the New New Testament at all. That's no. I've got a couple friends here that are Jewish, and absolutely not. Nope, no, no. It's the Old Testament, the Torah, that kind of thing, and so they don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. So they are still waiting on the Messiah. And so when you read the book of Revelation or the book of Daniel, keep that in mind. Um, Jesus is, you know, the, this is God trying to save the Jewish folks. And so, but um, they are his, his people. They are the apple of his high. He loves, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed in the Bible. You really, really need to pay attention. There are folks out there that are deceiving. that are trying to say that the church has taken the place of, of the Jewish people, the covenant, whatever. that is heresy. That is heretical. That is no, we have not. There's God loves the Jewish people. They are still his chosen people. He still has his covenant with them. We're in the age of, we're in the age of grace right now. The church age is what it's referred to in the church age. And we have been, we as Gentiles have been grafted in. We have been grafted in because of Jesus and so, ooh, y'all guys need to pay attention. Remember when Jesus said, I haven't come to the, you know, I've, I've come to the lost, you know, of the Jew, Jewish, um, not to the Gentiles. Remember how many times he said that, but he was still merciful. That's what I love about that. When he says, should I give it to the dogs? And the, and the remember the woman said, well, even the, even the dogs eat the scraps from their master's table. And Jesus said, oh, great is your faith. Remember, oh, this is, oh, I love it. And uh, so much, so much, oh, just love the word of God. Anyway, 
So, you know, guys, if y'all haven't checked out the website, it'd be kind of cool. Um, you know, working on it and always trying to do a little bit, uh, trying to, you know, just get more information out there. Um, let's see, you know, I've got, I think the last blog I wrote was back in February. Doctrine matters. Doctrine does matter. And, um, uh, don't be deceived. If you don't know the word of God, you will be deceived, but, uh, I'll try to throw this up there for you. And I just did a little short. This is like, this is kind of what it is. This is super short. It says, um, I recently uploaded an old video to my new YouTube channel about Andy Stanley being an apostate. Yes, my old channel was deleted by the YouTube upper echelon. Imagine that little old me, my tiny channel banned. Surprised? Me neither. Then he goes, well, back to the story. You know me. <laughs> I squirrel even when I write. Anyway, you all know me and my weight. Squirrel. <laughs> um, I had this individual post a comment that I apparently do not understand the Protestant movement and that Andy Stanley being a Protestant can say whatever he wants. Well, them there are fighting words in Texas. Nah, just kidding. But in all seriousness, that is where we as apologetics step in to defend our positions. However, debating this person was like arguing with a fence post. I'm just going to leave these verses here for your enjoyment. Of course, Proverbs uh, 26, 4 is in the ESV. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest you be like him yourself. Proverbs 18.2 in the ESV. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. In Proverbs 29.9, the ESV says, If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. And of course, I end it with, Please, folks, get in the Word of God and let the Word of God get into you. And until next time, Maranatha. So, uh, if you guys want to jump on and read a few blogs, eh, they're on there. I'm usually writing on different stuff. Um, and on my homepage, I do have uh, my author page on Amazon. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, I have the Remnant Believers. Um, the Kindle edition right now is on sale for $4.86. $4.86. Super cheap. And um, I have the... Uh, so what I did... On After the Rapture, What Comes Next, Kindle Edition is $4.99. Uh, Kindle Unlimited, $3.99. And you can actually read um, the After the Rapture, What Comes Next, on Unlimited for free if you have Kindle Unlimited. I have When the Rapture Hits the Fan on sale right now for $3.99. Um, Angels, Demons, or Angels, The World in Chaos, Book One, is on sale for $3.99 also on Kindle Unlimited. And, uh, but what I did, so my original after the rapture, what comes next, I went ahead and uploaded the new manuscript, um, that I wrote and that way it's included in that one now. So if you do happen to buy, like if you have a link and you just keep buying that, that same link, cause I know there's, a uh, uh, several, I'm not sure who, but there's several folks that buy large quantities of that book. Um, and so I know beforehand when I tried to do that, it wouldn't work. And so when you're, you're still buying the original one. So I just went ahead and just went to the KDP website and just did the whole new manuscript, did the whole thing. So now when you buy that old one, you are getting the new updated version. Okay. I wanted to make sure that that was going to go through that. Nobody was going to, um, miss out on that. So anyway, um, that's upset. I think it's on sale right now for $4.99. guys. Um, anyway, if you are inclined to buy that, that would be great. Uh, and please, whatever, like if you liked it, if you didn't like it, if I could do whatever better, whatever, please, uh, let me know. Leave a review there on Amazon. Uh, that would help a lot. Or you can go to Goodreads and you can leave a, a, a review there on Goodreads too. I would really appreciate that. I really would. And it's also on Kindavella. So I'm on Kindavella 2, um, not 2, but also I guess I should say. And so I've got um, Aliens, Demons, or Angels on there. And you can actually read it for free on Kindavella. And so that's kind of cool. And I do have um, the first series, not the first series, but the first book of Aliens, Demons, or Angel is on Audible. And so um, if you want to listen to that for free, uh, shoot me an email at heather at BibleProphecyForToday.com uh, and I can send you a um i can send you a little link and you can actually listen to it for free so if you want to do that hey send send me an email and i'll get that to you uh if you can't find me if you can't do the email you can actually go to my website and do the contact boom it'll get to me that way too um but anyway um i did want to let you guys know i will be working on when the rapture hits the fan and i'm going to be recording that for audible 
Um, probably most of Saturday morning. I will go in and work Saturday night. I'm going to pick up a shift um, uh, with my little Alzheimer's person um, Saturday evening. And so I will be recording Saturday and Sunday. Now, later Saturday evening is when I'm going to be doing uh, the interview uh, with Gary Ray. And so that's going to be um, great. And I will have that probably uploaded either Sunday or Monday after editing. And so a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Um, anyway, the Lord willing, this will all um, go to the glory of God. I hope that's why I do all this. And uh, I want to do a shout out to Art. Art, thank you so much for your encouragement. I absolutely love you. I love you. One day uh, when I'm in Florida, I want to come by and meet you and give you a big old Texas bear hug. Let me tell you. I uh, love you, Art. I'm telling you what, I'm praying for you. And uh, I sure do appreciate your words of encouragement. They mean so much to me. Oh, I just melt my heart. <laughs> oh, when I get to see some emails from you. Anyway, oh my gosh, God bless you, Alt Art. I'll tell you what, Brittany, Michelle, I hope all you guys are doing well. Oh, crazy times, hectic times. I know how things are going. It's insane. More derailments. I don't know, Michelle, did you hear about this latest one? There was a, it's not even a derailment. It was a high explosive just on a train uh, and it just like disappeared in transit. Hmm, interesting. Uh, my neighbor was telling me about the map of FEMA camps in the United States and where I live, there's a large one uh, and one in Lubbock, Texas as well. But I looked at the map and I was like, whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. And like my mom always said, they can take my gun when they pry it out of my cold, dead hands. And I kind of feel the same way. Um, you know, I will fight for the freedom of this country. And I will fight until they take the gun out of my cold, dead hand. We'll put it that way. Uh, but, um, yeah, you gotta, you, you, man, it's like the, America, that's the last stake on freedom. It's the last, this is it, you guys. And uh, Biden is about to sign that over to the WHO. Folks, get your boots on. Get your boots on. Okay. Uh, look, I know the Northerners are like, you know, they're not too <laughs> too worried about it because they're pretty liberal. But here in the South, we like our freedom. And uh, we love God and we love our guns. And uh, we love freedom. And uh, it's just wicked. This world is evil. This world is wicked. And they're trying to do the bans on guns and you know, they're trying to blame it on the gun. It's not the gun. It's the people. It's it's the people. You take morality out and you tell them that, uh, you know, you can do whatever you want to, Timmy. Here's a trophy for participating. You know, just wickedness. Wickedness. And they, they take God out of school and uh, they introduce socialism and, you know, they try to do there is no God and all. And what do you think society is going to end up with? It's satanic. It's wicked. It's demonic. And um, I tell you one thing, it takes one good guy with a gun to take out one bad guy. So just, you know, think about it. In Texas, most of, a lot of our schools, teachers carry guns. They do. You have, just think about it. You have one evil, wicked person that busts into that school, somehow gets in through the log door, somehow gets in, and they make it to the print. Just say they walk by the administration with a gun. They walk by the administration office before they, man, boom. One teacher with a gun takes that guy out. One, it just takes one, one person with a firearm. And I, I always remember that account at Luby's. It used to be, you guys remember Luby's? Um, they were like, they're like cafeterias, you know. Uh, if you guys had furs, we used to have a furs cafeteria. Uh, we had a Luby's here in Emerald when I first moved here years and years ago. Um, but there was a shootout. There was um, a guy walked in, started shooting people and killing them in this Luby's cafeteria. And the girl was with her parents, and they were both shot and killed, but she survived. And you know what? She couldn't get, ever get over, because um, this was before um, concealed carry and all this stuff was up. But it was, you know, in Texas, I believe. And um, her gun was in her car. She had left it in the glove compartment of her vehicle. Can you imagine? And if she would have had the gun on her in that, she could have shot and killed him, and that would have been the end of it. And she said she'd never forgive herself. All those people who died, her parents were even shot and killed. And she testified to Congress for guns, not against guns. Folks, look, the wicked evil will always, will always be able to get guns. It doesn't matter how many laws you put into effect or whatever you do. Or if you try to take all the guns off, the, they're going to get guns. They're evil. 
They're going to print them with a 3D printer. Evil is always going to be evil. The only way to defeat evil is with good. I'm telling you, and the only way to stop this is Jesus. America needs Jesus. The world needs Jesus. They don't need gun laws. They don't need all this other garbage. The world needs Jesus. Folks, time is running out to tell people about Jesus. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You look at the world. I look at how everything is just skyrocketing, skyrocketing towards evil. Look on your phone. Look at the headlines are just wicked, wicked, evil, just permeating society. But what did the Bible tell us what happened in the end days? Things would wax worse and worse. What did we just read in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3? Folks, it's happening, just like God said. So I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to implore you one more time. Please don't wait another moment to accept Jesus as your Savior. We're all sinners. We've all sinned against God. We all deserve death. We all deserve hell. But Jesus came so that that you wouldn't have to go to hell. That there would be a way that you could be forgiven. Anyway, folks, Jesus paid it all on the Christ. I mean, all on the cross. He paid it all. He took your sin, my sin, the whole world's sin upon him. So we would have a way. So, folks, today is the day of salvation. Call upon Christ today while there's still time. With that, folks, I'm really going to get off here. Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. May God bless each and every one of you. That's my prayer. As we await the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's coming to get us, folks. Don't give up. Run your race. Finish your race. Keep the faith. Keep looking for Jesus. He even said, when these things begin to happen, hold your head up high because your redemption draws near. When these things begin to happen, they are beginning now. Folks, tell you what, I'm excited. I'm looking. I'm looking for my Savior to come and take us home. It could be tonight, folks. It could be tonight. What's he going to find you doing? What are you going to be doing when Christ comes back? I hope you're going to be telling somebody about him. May God bless you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for your encouragement. May God bless y'all.